What's up, everybody, and welcome to Now Available, the Internet's only streaming service podcast right here, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Howard, and with me, as always, is Ricky Attinger. How are you doing today, Ricky? Hey, yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Did we do that last week, too? <laughs> we what's up? Oh, <laughs> I love that. Uh, all right, so for this week's uh, show and tell, I would like to read off my letterbox uh, reviews, okay? Okay. So I, I forgot that I had wrote these. I have three reviews for three genre-defying movies uh, that came out in 2019. I'll read the oldest one first. So the first one I must have written was for Uncut Gems, Okay. A hectic roller coaster ride of stress and anxiety. I give this film one large Coke Zero and one bag of peanut M&Ms. <laughs> Which is, I don't know, I've had this joke forever about how I rank, or like how I rate movies by with like the snacks that I get when I go to the movies. <laughs> so like a lot, of, like on my Twitter, like I have cornboy reviews, the hashtag, and pretty much all of them, mm-hmm. all the rank. <laughs> All the I give all the films that I watch one large Coke, uh, one Coke Zero, one Junior Mint, shit like that. All right, so the Dude, second one. Now you're now you're just making me hungry for like movie theater food and like sitting down in like a nice like just leather chair watching a movie in theaters. I feel like just super nostalgic at the moment. The best was <laughs> the summer that I moved to Portland. And I, I went to the movies every week uh, that I was there. So the first time I went, I was like, can I get a thing of Junior Mints? And the woman's like, oh, do you want them cold? Like, they would leave them in the freezer. So What? Yeah, That's was, awesome. Oh, dude, it was so cool. Uh, the I think I went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy. And I... <laughs> I get my junior mints and they're 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 cold. I'm sitting there, I'm munching on them, but they my hand was super hot. It was the middle of summer, so they kind of like melted at the bottom, and it came out as one gigantic junior mint. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. <laughs> but they also served uh, ice cream and uh, like wine and beer and stuff. It was wild. All right, so let me read the second uh, review here for um, Weathering with You, which is an anime movie. A cute anime love story with incredible animation. <laughs> That's it. And then the last one that I wrote was for Knives Out 2019. A modern day whodunit with an all-star cast. While fun and challenging, a missed opportunity to release the film with multiple endings like the theatrical release of Clue 1985. A little, even I think we did talk about that at one point. Mm-hmm, even back in 2019, I knew... That clue was going to be number one on this. <laughs> it's going to be up there. Is that number one? <laughs> number one in our hearts. Um, huh. Yeah, so of the four movies that I have added to my, like, my thing, the only one I didn't write a review for was 1917. Mm. Um, that, movie was, that movie was so good. Yeah, it was very good. 
I think it's on HBO. I've been meaning to watch it again. Um, I don't know if it's on HBO. I definitely know it's on my shelf, though. Oh, I think it was on HBO. <laughs> Maybe it's on some. I think it swore it was on some. Um, yeah, yeah I think you're right with HBO. Hi, yep, so it was, I think it was Warner Brothers that did it. Or was it Dunkirk that got added to HBO? Dunkirk did. Dunkirk did. Yeah, you're right with that. Um, yeah, so Letterboxd is kind of cool. Um, but my films, my diary, oh, my watch list. I have one movie in my watch list. Did, would anyone like to take a guess as to what that one movie is? And I'll give you Parasite. a Parasite. It came out in 2019. It's not Parasite. It's not Parasite, though. Yep. And this is a movie that I have not watched to this day. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No, what? I love that movie. Um, The Lighthouse. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen The Lighthouse? I know. I'm I'm doing myself a disservice. By it's on watching. Prime. <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime. You don't have to pay for it or anything. I I know I'm not the only one who. It's a this. weird movie. Yeah, I I heard it was weird. What? But I know I'm not the only one that does this. It's very weird. But like, I'll be the super excited for a movie to come out and then if I miss that window when it's like in the theater or like hot I'll never go back to watch it for some reason because mm-hmm. I did it with this lighthouse I know it's readily available and I'm currently doing it with Sonic like I wanted to see Sonic so bad I was hoping we'd get it get it for this week to watch it but we didn't unfortunately yeah I'm, I want it's on Hulu I, yeah that's the thing as it's readily available I can easily watch it out of the two of us seeing Sonic in the theater, I didn't think it would be me, but it was me. <laughs> Dude, I was so stoked to see But that's it. what I you get when the Regal passed. Oh. <laughs> that's awesome. Cause I, that's that's basically what I did like when I was actually in school, like living in a dorm, is I had the Regal pass and I just go see movies. Oh my god. Because like I had nothing else to do. That's how I saw nineteen seventeen Uncut Gems, Sonic, uh I'm trying to think what other ones I saw. Uh, Ford v. Ferrari, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. But I had, like, months where I had that subscription and, like, didn't use it. And then, like, like within, like, a matter of, like, a, like a small amount of time, I used it, like, just a ton. Yeah. But it's nice because you get, like, you get, like, money off of snacks and stuff like that, too, with it. Was this, that was the Unlimited I missed one? the Regal. Yeah. Well, they have, like three or four different ones. I have like the most expensive one because in Ithaca, they only had the, uh, that theater would only work with like the most expensive pass or whatever, which is like 22 bucks a month. But if you go to see a movie, even twice a month, it's still oh yeah way cheaper than just paying out right for the movie. Did it cover like, um, like the 3d and like the IMAX movies? No, you had to pay you had to pay a little bit extra for it, but I think it was like maybe three bucks or something like that for it. Oh, it's totally worth it. It wasn't much at all. Yeah. Well, it, and even before that, I had Movie Pass, and that kind of like just the bad. <laughs> so I was like, eh. Dude, when Movie Pass was moving, it was so fucking awesome. It was the coolest thing of all time. Dude, it was awesome. It was so sick. Bam. I saw so many movies with Movie Pass. 
I have my card somewhere. I don't know where it is, but it's somewhere. Yeah, I might frame this thing. This is like, I mean, this is, this is history right here. Mm-hmm. I wish, <laughs> yeah, there was a minute where like, yeah, this, it was perfect. We were going to movies three, four times mm -hmm. a week. There was no, no reason to. Um, but then there was a minute where like, once it started to change where they're like, oh, you can only see one movie a month or, you know, you can see two yeah, movies. Yeah, you could. Yeah. There was like, that was, yeah. Like, what? That's when it went downhill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I saw like, I saw tons of movies with that thing too. RIP movie pass. Yeah, any pass or anything. To, yeah. Now that, but now there's like other stuff for different specific theaters. Which, if you have one close to you, highly recommend doing that. Even though you can't really go at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty okay but with I the think... last movie that I saw in theaters being Tenant. Mm hmm. Last movie I saw in theaters: Wonder Woman, 1984. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, I've. I'm just waiting for theaters to open back up again, like, like to a, like a regular capacity where you don't have to like worry about all this shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I miss the movies so much. It was a weird feeling. Like when we went and saw tenant knowing the last time that I had went to the movies was like, we didn't know that that was the last time we were going to the movies. Real. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was, it's a. I feel like I see this all the time. People saying like, the last time you went to the playground, you didn't know that was going to be the last time you went to the playground. And it's like, oh right. yeah, that's real shit because you grow up. But like, <laughs> but like this, we didn't know any of that. Right. Honestly, like I, I, I think, isn't like, like New York City theater supposed to like start opening relatively soon too? I thought that it was like this month or something like that. Ooh, I don't know. It could be wrong. I thought I saw something about that at some point, but I don't know. Uh, I haven't really been keeping up with movie theater stuff just because everything is coming to streaming, which is like perfect. Yeah, it's it's nice, like from like a luxury point of view, where you just can kind of chill and watch it whenever you whenever you feel like it. Yeah, but I miss the movie theater experience, dude. Like, if I had the money and the space, I would build a home theater. Like, like 100%. Yeah. That would be... That's top-level dream. Dream house is a, a movie theater. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be fucking sick, dude. Oh, I meant to ask you this last <laughs> week about the movies, too, because uh, Spider-Man, they're like, oh, it's only coming to the movie theater. How is yeah. that going to work? <laughs> it's... Well, it's going to be next December, so by then, I think they're, they're, it's more so a hopeful thing that like everybody's going to get their vaccines by then, mm -hmm. like or it's going to be herd immunity and all that sort of stuff. So I think that's kind of what they're trying to do, is uh, make it so everybody can get in there and see it. Yeah, just keep pushing it, been pushing it, and pushing it. Mm -hmm. That's when, yeah, like, when I saw that it was but, coming to the theaters only, that was the first thing I thought of, was like... Oh, it's gonna get pushed once that date comes, and not every theaters are open, or you know people aren't going, or whatever. There he goes. Every every week, I love this, uh, dude. I love it every, every week. Every week, um, yeah. 
the other the other interesting thing is Black Widow's still only like supposed to be coming to theaters, and that comes out like I think it's May fifth, but I can't remember. And there's like two other Marvel movies in between that and Spider Man. What are the other two? Oh, um, Eternals and um, Shang Chi, I believe. Oh yeah, I was really excited for Shang Chi. I thought that was gonna be sick. Mm-hmm. That was gonna be pretty cool. Oh, the other thing I was thinking about too at the end of Wandavision was like they, uh, all the other movies that are supposed to be coming out. Is it gonna be like, and not just Marvel movies, but like movies in general, like all the studios? Are they gonna put out like multiple new movies a week once the theaters are completely open? Is it gonna be like each week we're gonna get four new movies? I don't think they're going to do it that way because I think what's going to happen is, well, Warner Brothers is releasing the movies they have, so they're not really waiting on those. But, like, the other studios, since production got stopped and backed up, I think they aren't going to, like, they're going to do, like, a slow release of each month until, like, they can get their slate back on track for when they're, like, trying to release everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was was thinking because, like, I watched some video and it was like, you know, top 10 most anticipated horror movies are supposed to come out. It was like movies I completely forgot Mm -hmm. about, like Antlers and Spiral, um, Quiet Place 2, Don't Breathe 2, like all these, like, I don't know, just movies I completely forgot about. So I was like, if I I have forgotten about these movies that I was excited for, like, what about all the movies I didn't care about that I forgot about? And so each right, week, exactly. Yeah, each week is there going to be three or four new movies? Like, you know, like in the summertime when they're just pumping them out, like all your big stupid mm-hmm. action movies or whatever. Right. Yes, I'm excited to it'll see. Be, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. For sure, for sure. Mm, yeah, I'm excited. I wish they would just put everything on streaming. Like, give it to us now. I, I do, but I don't. <laughs> I like you like I do want to watch all this stuff now but like I I am like I'm a film student and stuff like that so like I have kind of like this purist idea of like watching cinema in the theater and that sort of thing yeah which like I know is kind of like I want to say arrogant but arrogant is not the word I'm looking for <laughs> like kind of like more like highbrow and stuff like that, where it's like, I want to see my movies in the cinema, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But like, I mean, I'll take what I can get on streaming and stuff like that. There's still stuff I got to go back and watch that I missed. It's been released on streaming. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, like it, I'll take what I can at home and I'll take whatever they'll give me in theaters. Okay. I'll it is it. what it is. Yeah. So, uh, Ricky, what have you been watching this week? What have I been watching? Um, I'm back on my New Girl kick, so I've been watching a lot of New Girl. Um, I watched WandaVision, of course, so finished that up. Mm-hmm. Um, was there any movies of note that I watched? Oh, I watched <laughs> I watched Cool World. Have you ever seen this? I I'm I've heard of it. I don't know if I've ever seen it. Okay. Let me look it up. It's it's, uh, like Brad Pitt is like a 1940s like army guy. Oh. Uh, He comes home from the war or whatever. 
he's riding a motorcycle with his mom, gets hit by a car, and then he's like on the side of the road, like freaking out. A cartoon, mm-hmm. like doctor guy, like opens a rip in like in between the cartoon world and the real world, and Brad Pitt gets sucked into the cartoon world. Uh, it's very bad. Um, oh gosh, it's from ninety uh, three, I think. Ninety three or ninety two? Ninety two. Okay, ninety two. So it's kind of like Who Framed Roger it's Rabbit. It's got 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's bad. It's very bad. Uh, the mm. whole thing is like, <laughs> there's this one woman, they're called Doodles, and there's a, there's a, a Doodle, uh, she's like real sexy, and like she's always like, her whole thing is she's always dancing, and she looks like a person, while everyone else in the cartoon world looks like a cartoon. Like, there's a rabbit, mm-hmm. there's, um, you know, there's like wolves with like... <laughs> pinstripe like gangster suits on uh whatever she wants to be a real person and like she wants to go into the the human world but to do that she has to have sex with a human it's so fucking weird dude it's it's so bad uh, uh it's yeah i don't know why i watched it it was like i think it was on amazon and i was just kind of like yeah it's on amazon yeah, I was like bored and I was like, oh, I'll just put something on for like background noise. And then I ended up like, like actually watching it. I was like, this sucks so bad. Um, What else did I watch? I need to keep a list. <laughs> because now I can't remember. I know I've watched other shit. I think I watched Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. <laughs> yeah, I definitely watched that. Um, I like going through all like the really bad movies. I wish there was a category on like Amazon or Hulu or whatever, just like bad. Well, just go to Rotten Tomatoes. Just scroll all the way Ooh. down to the bottom and be like, "Worst movies on Rotten Tomatoes." <sighs> That's a good idea too. Um, yeah, Cool World sucks. I'm sorry if if anyone out there likes that movie. I'm sorry, but it's bad. <laughs> uh, what have you been watching? It- um, so I watched, uh, last night I watched the new Coming to America movie on oh, yeah. Amazon Prime. That was, it's alright, it's, I don't think it's anywhere near as funny as the original one is, but it's still, it's still pretty funny, it's Eddie Murphy doing Eddie Murphy things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, if you're not familiar with the story, it's, uh, Eddie Murphy, uh, the, he, King Akeem finds out he has a son, so he has to go back to America to get a son. Because the rival nation thinks he's weak in like Bethlehem if uh, if he doesn't get his son back and stuff like that to try and unite the kingdoms or whatever. And so, the I think the funniest joke in this movie is they continually um, Eddie Murphy uh, King Akeem continually refers to his his son is his bastard son, <laughs> just like over and over again, like just. Every single time, like, he's referring to him. Like, there's this one point where, like, he has three daughters, and he's inter- introducing them. He's like, first daughter, this is my bastard son. Second daughter, this is my bastard son. <laughs> Third daughter, and she's like, he's your bastard son. We get it. <laughs> my bastard son. 
That's awesome. Yeah, so like there's there's some funny parts in it. I like I said, I definitely think the first one's better. Um uh but yeah, I watched that. I watched uh I forgot to bring it up last week, but I watched the little things before it left HBO Max. Oh yeah, and that was I thought it was I didn't think it was the best thing in the world. I thought it was pretty good. I definitely liked all the nighttime cinematography and stuff like that, like all the shots in the night and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like specifically when he goes in the apartment across the street and he's like pulling up the window shades and stuff like that, looking through there yeah. and how that's lit and everything. I think the cinematography is great. The story I think is all right. Jared Leto's performance in it is like super creepy and but super cool. Um, he really Jared Leto's so, something else. Yeah, he's so cool. But you know he's just, like, gross. Like, everything about him is creepy as fuck. But he plays it off mm-hmm. so cool. And you're like, I yeah, you don't know how to feel about him. Yeah, I think it's a cool story kind of showing, like, like the kind of, like, the demons that wear on a person who uh, who's, like, a detective and stuff like that and has to deal with all this different stuff. Um, yeah, I thought it would... I didn't think it was the greatest detective movie in the world, but I definitely thought it was cool and a cool perspective. The performances were good. Cinematography was great. All that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I watch? I watched, I finished out WandaVision like you did, uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think that's all. I want to say that's all I watched this week. I could be missing something, but that's probably it. Yeah. I feel like I've watched yeah, so, so many things, but I can't remember mm-hmm. any of them. <laughs> yeah. Speaking about something we watched, let us show you this week's shirt for now available. Oh, I forgot about the shirt. Okay. We have the real cesium <laughs> was the friends we made along the way shirt on uh, on uh, T Public. So go over to that page. You can get that shirt. You can get the sticker. You can get whatever else you want from it. Uh, so yeah, that's the new shirt. It actually has a logo on it. You can see like right right there. Wow. We've got the logo on the shirt. It's very small and very tiny and doesn't have the words around it. But we have a logo now on our official merchandise page. So go check that out. Buy the shirt. I think it's probably one of our best shirts. <laughs> <laughs> the real Ah, uh, Yeah, so go check that out. Yeah, that's a good one. Originally... Originally, before we before we recorded last week's episode, I was going to make the shirt that says "Ego is not your amigo." Uh-huh. But then you said the real season was the friends we made along the way, and I'm like, that has to be the shirt. It has to be the shirt. <laughs> that one's like, it's so I don't know it, because if people didn't watch that movie, they would never know what cesium was or cesium was unless they're like a fucking scientist or something. So, like, if mm-hmm. you were wearing right. that shirt and somebody saw it, and they'd be like, what the fuck? What is this? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. It's fantastic. Yeah, I love that. That's great. I, that's, that, I think, is one of our fav- my favorite shirts on the shop. Um, but, yeah. Also, the Golden Globes happened this week. That's something else I watched. No, they did. Uh, so, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no Man... Land won Best Dramatic Picture as well as uh, Best Director. Sasha Baron Cohen won Best Comedic Actor or Leading Comedic Actor as well as uh, Best Comedy Film for Bor- uh, Borat too. Hell yeah! So that was cool. Um, Chadwick Boseman won um, Best Actor in Dramatic Role for uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of 
other people that won. Those were like the most significant ones. Soul won two, uh, two Golden Globes. They won one for uh, best anime movie and best soundtrack. Um, yeah, those are the biggest, like my biggest, like ones that are takeaways and stuff like that. Yeah. Because after seeing that, I'm like, I really need to get around to watching the second Gorat movie. <laughs> Dude, it's it's very. I haven't it yet. Like I started at one point and like I don't know why I didn't finish it, but yeah, I gotta get back around to that. I think I've watched it twice. It's it's not as it's good. It doesn't have that same like effect as the first one did, but it's still like mm-hmm. somehow still funny. Like mm-hmm. kind of like I like um. Well, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, they were showing um they're showing a clip from the movie and it's like what is more harmful the uh the the virus or the I think it was the liberals or the democrats or something like that uh-huh. where Borat's in like the two guys house or whatever yeah we... and that, that moment was pretty funny and I'm like just for that moment alone I want to watch this movie it's funny dude there's some it's cool because it takes place like before uh COVID and then like covid happens while the movie's still going on so like the second half of the movie is all about well not all about it but that plays like a big role in it it's just yeah. kind of cool mm-hmm. the fucking borat dude <laughs> what is what is no man's land so it's about like um this group of people called like american nomads or something like that um it, like people traveling across the country and whatnot. Uh, it's about the person that like loses everything after the, the recession in 2008 or something. It's like traveling the country. Oh. And it starts Francis McDormand. It's actually on Hulu. Hello? Yeah, you're frozen. Am I frozen? Hello? You still there, Ricky? Yeah, you can't hear me. <laughs> oh, you're back. Hello? <laughs> Yeah, you were. Was I frozen too? Oh, here we go. Happening again. Hello? Hello? Every time I say, Am I frozen? you you freeze or disappear. <laughs> like you froze for me and I just kept talking because I didn't know if it was on my end or not. <laughs> <laughs> so. Nomadland is like this movie about like American nomads in the present day and stuff like that. Uh, people that like travel across the country and stuff like that, living off of what they have. And it stars Francis McDormand. It's actually on uh, Hulu right now. I got to get around to watching it. That one's that one like is supposed to be really really good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's basically it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I need to check this out because I don't. I didn't pay attention to the the thing at all, like the awards at all. So I don't even know. Mm-hmm. What was what? Also, is your camera off? No. Okay, because you have a gray... You just grayed out on my screen. Oh. Whoa. Coming back. Okay. Does it work now? Yeah. Are we good now? Are you frozen? Did you see me? Yes. Can you hear me? Can you see me? Yeah, I can hear you and I can see you. Okay. <laughs> Okay, time to get the show back on the road. Yeah, let's, let's this week uh, was the, the 
the final episode of WandaVision, um, which I don't think we talked about episode eight or nine, uh, which the big reason we pushed this episode of recording today, I think, is to get make sure we get the WandaVision finale thing out in a reasonable time. Um, so if you haven't watched WandaVision, go watch it. Come back. If you haven't watched it, what have you been doing? You've been living under a rock. Please go watch it. It's on Disney+. Plus. You pay six ninety or yes, like six ninety nine or something like that. You watch it all at one time. What are you doing with your life? Uh so now that we're into spoiler territory, Ricky, what'd you what'd you think of uh WandaVision, the um, last two episodes? Did we talk about Yeah, we didn't talk about last week's where she was going through the like gauntlet of like her origin story pretty much. Right, yeah. Um, which I thought was, all that was really cool. I think, like, Agatha was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. And the way that that episode ends where she has um, the kids on those, like, ropes. And she's like, you're the Scarlet yeah. Witch. Which I feel like... I mean, I like that they acknowledge that, like, now that they're saying, like, oh, this is who this character is, even though we've known all along. I yeah, f- with the magic and stuff. Yeah, right. I feel like they've called her the... The, the Scarlet Witch before this. I could be wrong. I feel like they did too. Yeah. I, yeah, it might be wrong, but I I feel like they did, which is weird, but... Yeah. It seems yeah. like a, a reveal way too late. Like, it should have... I don't, I don't know. That's just how I felt. Maybe because I'm... Because I knew that already going in, that she, that was her character. Right. Um, yeah. So, this week's I, episode... Um... I well, got uh, um, well, yeah. What are you gonna say? Well, I don't know if it's just me that feels like this, or if it's like a common feeling, but it feels like the Scarlet Witch. What they did with it is basically made it the Phoenix Force, like oh. from the X Men and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. that's what it feels like. Because I don't think that's how she is in the comics. Because I think it's just a mutant gene that gives her magical powers. But I could be wrong. Because even with like the the her flying down and stuff like that, it looked like something from the the uh, the Phoenix Force sort of thing. So I didn't know if that was going to play into that or whatnot. Yeah. But that's what it reminded me of a lot. I I haven't seen anybody talking about it, and I'm like, it's weird. But maybe, maybe I just don't know something about the comics. Yeah, or maybe they changed it from the comics. Right. Yeah. That might also be it. Um. Yeah, because it's hard to tell what unless you read every fucking book, and you know every character, every mm-hmm. iteration of that character. It's gonna be hard to tell what's being changed and what's not. Mm-hmm. Right, um, right. Okay, so the season finale. I woke up, so I go to work at six. Usually, I get up at r- around like five thirty ish. Um, I got up, yes, well Friday, at. 4.30 so I could watch it before I went to work um, and I thought it was really cool the The vision on vision battle was really cool um, mm-hmm. their whole back and forth about the ship of thesis or theseus or whatever I didn't know what that was until later in the day and, and I was thinking about it like the rest of the day once I realized like what it was do you know what this is no, I'm not sure what it is. Okay, so it's a it's like a thought experiment where if if a ship has over time has had all of its original pieces um, replaced, is it the same ship? Mm. And I was like, oh, 
like well is, yeah is it like what makes it an original ship or or your car right. or you know what i mean or your computer or you know something that you're building where you're replacing parts is it still that i don't know it, it was really cool but that was their whole like when they're floating in the circle like that's what they're talking about um right yeah so i thought that was really cool the white the white vision i thought was cool and then you know he's mm-hmm. like i am visioning blasts off so it was like okay cool he's gonna be back like there's no way they just throw him away Right, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think the really cool thing about um, about the White Vision is like you can hear like in the sound design of the episode that like when when that the White Vision hits uh, the regular Vision, it like you can hear it hit harder and like um, like it sounds more metallic than like the normal Vision's punches do. Oh, I didn't notice that. Like it feels like there's more weight. There, it feels like there's more weight behind. I was listening to it. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. That's awesome. Because like it feels heavier. Yeah. Or more like more machine. Mm-hmm. Like you know, if if I were to punch something, it's gonna be like you're gonna get that fleshy soft sound versus like a bat <laughs> hitting something. Oh, that's really cool. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was neat. I really like that. Um. I didn't really like what they did with Quicksilver. How. <laughs> he was just like um oh this is just a guy playing a character it just happens to be evan peters playing ralph mm-hmm. boner or whatever his name is <laughs> not he's, he's not the quicksilver from the x-men um mm-hmm. which i felt like kind of changes what our everyone's idea of what the x-men were going to be right yeah gonna i think it's going to be completely yeah, or how they were going to tie the X-Men characters that we already know into the MCU. Um, yeah, I actually, I, I saw something, like a rumor the other day that said, like, they're supposed to, like, it's a rumor that Marvel's going to be doing, like, an X-Men movie called, like, Mutants or something like that. Oh. Like, coming down the line at some point. And I thought that was weird and also interesting. So I don't know if that's true or not, but I just read a headline somewhere that said that. Oh, interesting. So I don't know. Maybe they were talking about New Mutants too. <laughs> the follow-up to the hit movie New Mutants. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I like about the episode? Um, oh, the end credit stuff was really cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like the internet. I was hoping for Oh, sorry. The internet like, kind of got me hyped up for like, oh, something is gonna be, something big is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. didn't, and it didn't really need to. Like, this was her whole story. Like, it, there didn't need to be, you know, like, a, the deus ex um, machina or whatever, like, from a play. Like, the god yeah. character didn't I come thought, down I thought there was going to... Sorry. I thought there was going to be... Oh, no, you're good. I thought there was going to be something, yeah, something bigger. Like, uh, something to have... Well, I go on Instagram or I was on Twitter the other or the other day before I watched the episode and I see like Mephisto's trending, Reed Richards is trending and different stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like Is this spoiling something? So I kept like in the episode I was kept waiting for it and it was like nothing. And I was like, Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um Yeah. I I think it was a I think it was a solid episode. I don't think it was my favorite episode in the series at all. But that's because, like, the the big draw of the series is having everything revealed. Um, 
which the 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 show is pretty cool in that um that like it does have those little reveals in this episode but it doesn't have like the overall reveals like it feels of the different like hexes and the fighting and stuff like that or the runes that yeah. uh stop uh Agatha for being powerful and different things like that, as well as like all the different like kind of darker stuff with, with Wanda and controlling the townspeople and whatnot. So there's some interesting stuff going on for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the I think probably the strongest part of the episode for me though is the the very end with uh with the family and having Wanda say goodbye to him. Oh yeah, yeah, it was with, tough. as the hex is closing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a tough tough thing to watch. Um, but it was really well done, and I really like the way they, the way they did it. Oh, yeah, that it's. Uh, I remember because when I was watching, I was like, "Man, how many times are they gonna kill fucking Vision? Like, how many times am I gonna have to watch? Like, Vision was one of my favorite dudes. So I'm like, how many times are gonna watch my man die? Like, this sucks. Uh, As of right now, three. Yeah, it's like, come on, <laughs> this sucks so bad. But <laughs> yeah, the ending was it was very powerful. Uh, and it was, it's a cool story. Mm. Um, did you, so, so when I watched it, I told, um, my friend that watches it, she didn't watch the either end credit. She had to go back and watch them. Like she just didn't know that there was end credit. Scenes. <laughs> so I was like, she said the first one where she goes into the movie theater, uh, Monica, like how cool would it have been if Captain Marvel was in the movie theater? Like if she was just chilling in there and then. That girl brings the well, the squirrel brings her in. Mm-hmm. Well, I was I was waiting for something with like the Fantastic Four to happen in there, or like Nick Fury to come out of the shadows, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think huge. I think setting up for Secret Invasion, like the Secret Invasion storyline, is cool. Because mm-hmm. we got some of that in um, in Spider Man Far From Home, like at the very end and stuff like that with Talos and whatnot then we got it in this one because that's they announced that for disney plus i don't know when it comes out but that'll be interesting to see Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, we have like yeah in two weeks uh disney plus is back with winter soldier and falcon that's gonna be so sick which yeah will be cool and then isn't in june isn't that uh loki i think may is loki I thought it was June. Either way, wrong. it's going to be like think... back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus with like movies in there too. Like there's going to be movies as well as like the, the shows coming out. So there's going to be a lot of Marvel. And this will be the real test to see if there's like superhero fatigue like start to happening and stuff like that with all these stories. Mm-hmm. Um, June 11th is Loki first June episode. June 11th, okay. Yeah, dude, it's going to be so be cool. sick. I can't wait. <laughs> Speaking of Loki, this week we watched High Rise with uh, Tom Hiddleston Tommy. as the main character. <laughs> Tom, Tom, so, Tommy uh, Hiddleston as the titular High Rise. <laughs> I almost made that joke and then I decided not to. I'm glad you made it, though. <laughs> so, uh... High Rise was released on March 18th, 2016. It was directed by Ben Wheatley, um, as well as the uh, screenplay was by Amy Jump. It was based on High Rise by 
J.G. Ballard. I don't know who he is. Um, but it stars Tom Hiddleston, Jeremy Irons, Sienna Miller, Luke Evans, Elizabeth, and Elizabeth Moss. Um, and it had a budget of approximately $8 million and a box office of $4.1 million. So, Ricky, what what did you think of High Rise this week? Um, High Rise? Okay, so I really liked the beginning. Um, I thought the beginning was really cool. Like, they're showing him... Uh, you know, he's got the, his shirt's all bloody and he's like all dirty and he's like, it's post-apocalyptic world. Like what the hell's going on? He's cooking the dog. Uh, so I'm like, okay, cool. This is awesome. Like m- maybe there's like some sort of like zombie apocalypse broke out or, you know, like the crazies are out there or whatever. And everyone's kind of like living in this apartment building uh, and they're just trying to like make it work or whatever. Then it's like three months earlier and then it shows him it's like the 70s and he's like all he just moves into the apartment he's looking all you know sharp uh, everything is really like pleasantville weird like the way all their cars are parked the same direction and mm-hmm. like, i don't know it's just r- really weird um i like to i like that whole setup and then i like how the the middle it just kind of shows how they interact like the people at the top kind of interact with like the lower level people mm-hmm. reminded me a lot of, um, snow piercer. Like, you know, the, how the classes are broken up, like in the society or whatever, or, or whatever the, the vehicle is, you know, the train, the apartment building. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how it's all like kind of self-sufficient. Like there's a gym, there's a grocery store, uh, there's a pool of course. And then like, there's all the parties and all that shit. Like, so I mm-hmm. thought that was really cool. What I didn't like is like after all that setup, everything starts to like change and the people start acting really fucking weird, and they never explain what's the catalyst for them to start acting weird. Like what? Like I, I think the big thing is like the injustice of like not having power not being treated equally as the upper levels, even though they're paying as much and that mm. sort of thing. So with that though, why didn't they just leave? I don't know. That's because, a great question. Yeah. So my, my thoughts were like, okay, now the people at the top are like, you know, hogging all the power or whatever the people, the lower level people don't get the power. And then they're like trying to go back and forth about who's throwing the bigger, better party or whatever. And then it turns mm-hmm. into like this weird violence, like where they, they beat the shit out of what's his name in the grocery store. Uh, Luke Evans. Yeah. Oh, and the one dude has a BAFTA. Did you, did you notice that? No, when I didn't notice the, that. When they're in the grocery store and they're going to fight that guy, they all have like different weapons. And the one dude is holding a BAFTA, which I thought was super funny. <laughs> I was like, what is that? I know what that... It's missing the one eye. Like, the one eye hole is cut out. And I'm like, I know what that that award is, but what the hell is it? And then I have looked up his BAFTA. Okay, anyways. It's pretty funny. Uh, Yeah, there's, like, this back and forth going on. Whatever. When the, the, the one guy jumps off of the building, and he, like, he crashes into the car, the outside world never does anything like the house they don't interact with the outside world like the cops never right yeah that 
that they yeah they talk about that in the the movie too and it at the one point where the um where the one cop does show up like jeremy irons is like yeah it's it's a mess uh this should be this shouldn't be um it should be easy to clean up we just sweep it under the rug and then the one guy's like okay mm-hmm. like so i think it's implied that like he pays off the cops and stuff like that to oh. not worry about like what they're doing because oh. i thought the insinuation of what that was there that's interesting yeah because they can mm-hmm. leave because they come and go like they go to work and stuff mm-hmm. but why not just not live there anymore like the place is on fire. There's no power. There's garbage everywhere. People are getting, like, killed and, like, sexually assaulted and, like, all sorts of crazy shit. So, I don't mm-hmm. I was confused as to why they started acting like that. Uh, yeah. So, maybe, that, maybe that's I in think the book. A, yeah, that might be in the book to, like, explain better or more in depth on kind of what what happens there with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah so I like that or I, I didn't like that p- aspect of it um, and then Tom Hiddleston the way that like he kind of devolves as from being like you know this, the doctor or whatever to at the end where he's like covered in paint <sighs> but like what does he do like w- what is he doing is he going to leave or is he going to Cause it seemed like he was cleaning up his act. Like he kind of snapped out of it, but then he didn't, I don't know. It was weird. I didn't, that, mm-hmm. Yeah. Me, it's it started really off weird. really strong, but then at the end it just kind of like got weird. Yeah. I think definitely like, like from a technical lens, like looking at this film, I think like the cinematography and like the shots and everything like that and the acting are great. I think the story is really like the parts of the movie that suffer the most where there's like, all these weird different like jumps in logic and different things like that and kind of what's going on. I think certain parts are pretty cohesive. Like you said, like the beginning and stuff like that, but then it does kind of like taper off and get really, really weird at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what some, uh... Oh yeah. Like, so that scene I thought was really funny. I thought something really bad was going to happen when they're at that birthday party and what's his name? Like, rallies up all the kids and they go down to the pool. Yeah, look up. <laughs> yeah. So the dog ends up getting killed, which I thought was weird. Like they pushed that dog in the yeah. pool. But it but then it drowns. Like well, all those people were there and they didn't see the dog in the pool. <laughs> no, Luke, like it's it's shown really quickly but Luke Evans' character drowns the dog. Oh. Like you see him like strangling the dog in it. Oh. Like it's a quick like clip. Yeah, so, okay, so I totally missed that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that was, I thought something like, I thought the elevator was going to explode because it had all those kids in it. And I was like, okay. Um, the girl that lives above him with the son, Toby, the little kid with the glasses, mm-hmm. what's his deal? Why is he so fucking weird? Because he, I think it's because he's supposed to be really smart, like his dad, who is uh, Royal, who who runs the Earth, who's the architect. Uh-huh. So I think he's supposed to be weird and eccentric, kind of like that. Okay. And you're supposed to be like, oh, that's why he acts that way, because his dad's like that or something. <laughs> There's. Uh, that's my best guess. Yeah, I mean, that's better than my guy. I had no idea. 
Uh, I just thought he was like a weird little <laughs> kid because they show him talking about batteries and he's like putting something together. So I'm like, oh, this kid's making a fucking bomb. Like they're going to blow up the building or something like something weird is going <laughs> to happen like that. Um, yeah, so it was weird. There's the other weird moment with that kid is where the, where uh, Tom Hiddleston and the one where we were like having sex on the balcony and the kid just walks out. I'm like, oh my god, that that part blew my mind because it wasn't like <laughs> they were acting as if no one else in that in that building was there. So they're like, okay, we're going to go for it. Like, we're going to do this. And it's going to be loud. And we're going to be screaming. The fucking doors. And we're going to be hanging off the balcony. <laughs> they're hanging off the balcony. The door is wide fucking open. It's like, all that's covering it is like a curtain. And then, yeah, the, the kid comes out. And then the babysitter comes out. So it's like, you can clearly hear what they're doing out there. Like, this is, it wasn't right. hidden at all. Yeah, that was a weird scene. The other weird thing was when uh, Tom Hiddleston, like, fell asleep on the balcony with the thing over his crotch and, like, the towel on his head. It's like, what? But, Why are you just naked. randomly naked? <laughs> yep. He's just, like, chilling out there naked. And then the woman above him and uh, Luke Evans are just staring down watching. <laughs> uh, I just moved into a new apartment. Okay, cool. We got this really cool balcony, but the people above me can totally look down and see me. I think I'm going to get naked, cover my shit up with a magazine and take a hot nap. Yeah, then he he gets almost he almost gets killed with like a champagne bottle, right? Is that what gets knocked off or is it a glass? I think it's a glass. I can't remember. I don't remember. Cuz something gets knocked off and yeah, and that's what scares him awake. But like, what? Nobody would do that. <laughs> 70s or what? Yeah. Wild. Well, the, the weird thing is, like, the building doesn't look 70s other than, like, the decor in some of the apartments, as well as the suit that, uh, what's-his-face is wearing does not look 70s either. Uh, mm. Tom Hiddleston's suit, it does not look like a 70s suit. It looks like a modern suit. Yeah. And then everybody else is, like, living in the 70s. It's, it's very weird. It does look really modern. It's, like, very sleek and, like, slim to him and, like, very sharp. But, yeah, every, it looks weird. The building reminded me of... Um, uh, in dread, like the mega cities, like it has like mm. such a weird, you would never see that. Cause at first I thought it was like in the future. I didn't realize it was in the seventies. Yeah. I thought it was like in some sort of like weird future or like some sort of like seventies future where everything is still seventies, even though it's like the future or whatever. Yeah. Like retro. Cause like future. you get them. Yeah. You get Tom Hiddleston who looks like a normal dude. And then you get, Luke Evans, who's like straight out of the seventies, sideburns, long hair, the mustache, and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was weird. <laughs> he was really good, uh, Luke Evans. I liked him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, even though his character was yeah, kind of this... like gross, but he was cool. Yeah, yeah. There's like this movie like has really good actors in it. Like for like a weird little movie, mm-hmm. like because like Elizabeth Moss, who was in Mad Men, and in. Uh, the Invisible Man and Handmaid's Tale and all this different stuff is in it. And like Luke Evans, who's like a big time actor too. And Jeremy Irons, who just played uh, Ozymandias as well as like he's played Scar and different stuff like that. And like all these different things. It's like it's like a weird, weird movie that I I could definitely see this movie like in the next like five to ten years becoming like a cult classic sort of movie. Really? 
like it reminds me like a lot like odd thomas in that sense where it's like a really it's a really well-made movie and like if it finds its audience it's going to be really big Mm -hmm. but like for now because it came out and like not many people saw it or it wasn't like a big deal or anything like that it kind of like fell under the radar especially because of how weird a movie it is yeah i i was wondering if maybe because i'm looking at the imdb and it's talking about like the book which i didn't know it was based on a book but how it kind of mm-hmm. like um there this one person's review was saying that like the book has been people like knew the book would be unfilmable because it's too big or like there's a lot going on so to boil that down for a movie would be like super hard but also uh. I, I think there's a lot of stuff that we miss because it has to do with like the the 70s and uh like Brita, britain like maybe there's mm-hmm, some right you know nuances that we don't know about that happened over there during that period of time and like this movie is kind of like exposing that mm-hmm. because this and what made me yeah. think about that was like the end of this person's review was saying that the words at the end of the movie um are from margaret thatcher former prime minister of britain who like ramped up the divisions between the rich and the poor in the 80s so like mm. you can see like okay, yeah that, that kind of like makes that makes sense that's why the people at the top were treating the people mm-hmm. on the bottom so poorly other than just like yeah because it's it's very, it's very clearly a metaphor for like like um like uh class division and stuff like that mm. like you watch it and you're like yeah this is what the movie's trying to say it's, yeah that's your parasites your snow piercer your mm. and now your high rise you know what i mean mm. Yeah, but it's, uh, but I, yeah, Tom Hiddleston does a great job. Luke Evans is probably my favorite. Elizabeth Moss, I wish she had more to do, other than just be the yeah. Man. She doesn't have enough to do. Yeah. She yeah, what she has to do is be pregnant and then have sex with Tom Hiddleston mm-hmm. and then have a baby. <laughs> oh, so I also Pretty thought I thought they were gonna kill her. That scene where they're like carrying her up the stairs or she's like trying to make it her way up the stairs mm-hmm. I thought they were going to pick her up and throw her off the thing mm-hmm. so, but I'm glad they didn't because it would be fucked up but I thought they were going to that would be really weird it just seemed Dude, like the movie was evolving. About... talk about messed up the part where they're like carving like the head and stuff like that like and pulling the skin off it that was so gross <laughs> Like, that is, has to be, like, one of the grossest things I've ever seen on film. Like, it was, like, I was, like, tensing up and, like, it, I did not like it whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, the, like, they cut the I would have been, like, the dude that fainted. <laughs> they cut the top of the person's head, and, yeah, he, like, pulls it off, but the eyes are still in there, and it's just a skull, and that one dude passes out. And he was the one that was talking yeah. all the shit. Well, shooting. then he takes the hammer and starts, like, hammering into it, too. Oh. Ugh. <sighs> uh, I, I did read a funny, um, like, goof about that scene. Um, when, when he cuts, when he cuts into the top of the person's head, and there, there's blood that comes out, 
there wouldn't be blood that came out because like when you when your body stops pumping the blood like it all seeps down one two the head was already like off of the shoulders so all the blood would be out of it just from gravity like it wouldn't have right. stayed up there uh which i thought was kind of funny because yeah because it makes the scene like way grosser if if he had did that and no blood yeah. came out it'd be like oh this is like a science project this is gross yeah exactly what a film <laughs> weird movie it, weird yeah. movie super weird yeah but uh now we come to the point in our show where we rank the movie uh and i didn't make a ranking graphic for hulu because apparently we've only seen two movies on hulu <laughs> so the two movies we have are at number two conan the barbarian and number one odd thomas where do you think this one goes Ooh. i would put this one below just below odd thomas I think so too. I think it's below Odd Thomas for sure. But they're yeah, they're yeah, you're, really, so you're right. That, they are kind of similar. Like huge name actors, just a weird mm-hmm. like little no name movie, like just really under the radar. Yeah, for sure. So that leaves us with Conan the Barbarian at three, High Rise at two, and Odd Thomas at number one for our Hulu rankings. Next up. We are ranking for 2021, the stacked year we've already had. Um, If my photos would load to show me what I'm trying to show you. Uh, Let's see. Okay, here we go. 2021 list. What did you say? What a stacked, stacked year it's been. Wow. Except the very bottom. At number eight, The Hills Have Eyes 2 Remake. Number seven, Shoulder Arms. Number six, Mile 22. Number Hercules. Number four, Odd Thomas. Number three, Wonder Woman 1984. Number two, Basic Instinct. And number one, Tenet. Ricky, where are you feeling like we should put High Rise? Oh. Um, I, it's definitely better than Mile 22, but I don't think it's better mm-hmm. than Hercules. Exactly what I was thinking. Okay. I think it I think it yeah, I think it goes at number six. Yeah. So yeah. that would leave us with The Hills Have Eyes Two, remake it at number nine, shoulder arms at number eight, number seven, mile twenty two, and number six would be high rised. So let me just put that in my note so I don't forget it for next time. <laughs> um That's right. Okay. And now to the master list. The list to end all lists. Ricky, are you ready for the all time ranking list for now available? Wow. Number 18, we have the Hills Have Eyes 2 remake. Number 17, Catherine Upside Down. Number 16, Shoulder Arms. Number 15, The Runner. Number 14, Mile 22. Number 13, Cone in the uh, 2011. Number 12, White Mile. Number 11, Taxi Driver. Number 10, Prince of Persia. Number 9, Scoob. Number 8, Hercules. Number 7, Wonder Woman 1984. Number 6, Labyrinth. Number 5, Haunted Mansion. Number 4, Basic Instinct. Number 3, Odd Thomas. Number 2, Clue. And number 1, Tenet. Ricky, where on this list do you think that High Rise belongs? Wow, you really nailed that. Um... (laughs) 
Wow, that was incredible. Okay. I'm thinking number 12, right under Taxi Driver. That's honestly exactly where I was going to put it, too. Yeah, it would seem... Yeah, because Taxi Driver is like where the... I feel like that's where the movies start to make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all, you know, pretty cohesive. Yeah, I think so, too. Taxi Driver's kind of like the the starting point of, like, yeah. the upper, upper echelon of movies. Yes, yes. Yeah, so we'll put, put uh, High Rise at number 12 on our list. Wow, the next week so will be... So, for number 12... The, the big number two zero the big 20 yeah 20 episodes so in. in our yeah so this this will leave our our 19 through 10 number 19 the hills have eyes two number 18 catherine upside down number 17 shoulder arms number 16 the runner number 15 mile 22 number 14 conan number 13 mile number 12 high rise Number eleven and number eleven, Taxi Driver. Now we've come to the final part of our episode where we figure out what we're gonna watch next week. So we open up our roulette window here, and we will randomly choose a movie. We spin the wheel three times. Out of those three movies, we pick one movie to watch. And this week we're turning to Disney Plus. So hopefully we end up with something good. Ricky, you ready for this? I'm ready. I'm ooh, I'm ready. Number one, partly cloudy. Nope, that's only five minutes. We're spinning again. Christopher Robin with Ewan McGregor. Christopher Robin, Ewan McGregor. That's one of our choices. Okay. Next up, Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) We have a theme. We clearly have a theme going on here. And then, Flubber. Wow. With... One Robin Williams. Ooh. So Ricky, what do you what are you thinking? Christopher Robin with Ewan McGregor, Winnie the Pooh that came out in 2011, or Flubber with one Robin Williams? Oh, this is this is a tough one because I haven't seen the first two. The Ian McGregor one I wanted to see, but Flubber is a fucking mm-hmm. jam. I used to love that movie when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, what are you thinking? I don't know. I feel like I feel like Flubber fits more along the list of movies that we watch here at Now Available. I feel like it's more so like yeah, in like the the the, the sense of Now Available movies. <laughs> okay, yeah, like I, it fits our that. fits our vibe. It it does fit the vibe. All right, let's go with Flubber. We're going with Flubber for next week, everybody. Flubber for now available episode. I believe that will be episode 17 for Flubber. Now, anything else you'd like to say to the good people today, Ricky? Wait, it's going to be episode 17? Next week is episode 17, yep. Dude, we're getting up there. Holy shit. Look at us. We're getting up there. The first, I was like, um, I saw a post. I think it was it was you that posted it, but it was like the first one that we did was back in like September. 
and that seems yeah so it's because cool. we took like a t- we took like a two-month break or yeah. something like that halfway through it <laughs> that seems like so fucking long ago doesn't it like september doesn't it even does. it's crazy time flies when you're having fun people yeah it doesn't seem real absolutely indeed um yeah yeah okay so for next week viewer listener people out there watch flubber (laughs) tweet me your review of it and we will read it on the show (laughs) Um, we're going to do a new segment where i'm going to go through some some user generated reviews on letterboxd or if people send me one i'll do that uh so if you want to hear your make it short please don't write me a fucking novel (laughs) like i don't want to read a you know whole thing <laughs> like one sentence two sentences rate it with some food um yeah let me know what you think <laughs> what about you what do you got yeah to say? so <laughs> just that uh you should like subscribe this video on youtube follow us on podcast services give us a nice review if uh if you'd be kind enough to do so um you can follow me on instagram and twitter at both howard ak88 and starroom Studios will give you the latest links and videos and all that sort of stuff for now available as well as anything else I might be doing. And Ricky, where can the good folks find you at? Find me at Ritz Khalifa on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And I think my name on Letterboxd is Wrench. R-E-N-C-H. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Until next time. See you. Love you. Bye. (laughs) If you ever wanted to make a podcast but run into a roadblock when trying to get it out into the world, now you don't have to worry about that with Anchor. Anchor is a completely free service that can get your podcast on platforms from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. Now there are even creation tools that allow you to make your podcast all in one place right on Anchor's website. They give you the opportunity to make money through Anchor, no matter the size of your listenership. So go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today and put your podcast out into the world. Now available. Now available. Now, now, now available.